Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show. It's Car Smart Friday, except it's really Couch Smart Friday because we're not in the car, we're actually on the couch. And I'm recording this on my iPhone. So I do apologize if the sound quality is a little different, but I do think it sounds better than my car. The car that I have now is so much louder than the car I had before. Have you noticed that? Oh my gosh, it's so loud. You know, it's not loud, your voice. You're like, you're going to have to talk like towards my phone if you want to be heard. Okay. I'll talk closer to your phone microphone. <laughs> Brett Johnson is here with me, and we're just happy you're here. I would normally say put a seatbelt on because it's Car Smart Friday, but today it's Couch Smart Friday. So grab a pillow. Let's do this. Grab a pillow and a blanket. Hey, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to our show sponsor, which is Organifi. Organifi isn't just a company that creates great supplements. They are a company that cares about quality ingredients and gut health, brain health, and your immunity. We have a whole bunch of Organifi products in the house right now. Lately, and this is kind of a new one for me, I've been drinking their the Organifi green juice because I noticed when I track like my food that I just, I don't know, I haven't been in the mood to eat a lot of greens lately. So I'm like, I need that. So I've been drinking the greens juice. I drink the immunity and the pure almost every single day. What were you going to say? I drink immunity every day. Brett drinks immunity every single day. They've got great 100% organic products to basically solve whatever problem nutritionally you're dealing with. Remember, even if your diet is perfect, there's a very high likelihood you're deficient in certain nutrients and you might as well supplement with a company that creates a product that's delicious. You can mix it with your water, which is going to make you drink more water, which is a good thing. And you know it's 100% organic and triple lab tested. That's why we love Organifi. And you can get 20% off by going to Organifi.com forward slash lean. Again, you get 20% off for being a lifer and it is the best way to show support for the show. So Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen. Enter the code Shaleen, get your 20% off, and I promise you will not be disappointed. All right, let's get to it. Well, let's start with what we both did earlier today. We're recording this on Thursday night. We both did what this morning? Lymphatic massages. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. I don't know. But describe your experience with the lymphatic massage. Well, you had him do the... Dry brushing. Dry brushing. I was forced to do dry brushing today. So we both go to the same place, and I have a female masseuse. He has a male masseuse. And my lymphatic massage expert does dry brushing before she starts like doing the other stuff. And yours had never done that. And I was like, what? Yeah, so I was going to make him do it because he just doesn't do it. So, mm. But he comes in and he goes, Maria said that I have to give you dry brushing because oh. Shalene said that. So so he did, and I was just like, okay. What would you think? 
It was fine. You know what was weird? What? Was it felt totally different on my upper body than my lower body because of the neuropathy. Mm, so Brett's still dealing with a little bit of the remnants of neuropathy, but it's improved a lot. Yeah, it's improved a, a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. How many weeks has it been though? Like 10 weeks? Four months. Jeez, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So he still is experiencing like not numbness now or? No, it's not. So I don't have numbness or tingling sensation in my legs. It's morphed into like stiff. So mm-hmm. if you've ever played an athletic sport and got your ankles taped and or been in like a cast, yeah. <laughs> it literally feels like my heel through my Achilles is like always constricted and like tight. Uh-huh. And then it's and the back of my knees is the same way. Mm. And then my saddle region is still a little bit like pressure, a little bit numb, but like more like pressure. It's all related. It's all the same nerve stream. Getting acupunctures in your junk. junk. <laughs> still doing that. That Oh, you are? I didn't know that. Every other time. Come on. Yeah, so every other week. So twice That's, a month. Are you serious? That's a little... But if it's not helping, like why are you like getting needles in your you balls? You just told everybody that I'm getting a little better. So it must. Okay. So did I? You just told everybody that. Are you getting a little so, better? Yeah. I mean, I'm. I just don't know if I'm getting. You're not getting better fast enough for your liking. liking. So yes. and I and I also don't know if I'm getting used to it. Mm. So. I think it's valuable because there's so many people that listen to this podcast who have experience in like things like this. Maybe so. If you're listening and you're like, I know exactly what this is. It sounds exactly like what I dealt with and I've got it resolved or this is what we figured out it was, it would be so cool to hear from you. My phone number where you can text me for the work phone is below in our show notes, but it's 949-503-9873. But only if it's like identical, because there's so many different forms of neuropathy that like, you know, I mean, only if it like the stiffness, that's the one thing that we just can't find anything anyone's neuropathy that eventually evolved into stiffness. He has no pain, which is kind of crazy. So anyways, a lymphatic massage is really, really important. I've been doing it since my surgery because we just learned that, you know, after a surgery, there are so many toxins in your body, which is really true. And my lymphatic system in particular was disrupted because of the surgical intervention, if you will. So it's really important for people who've had about of cancer or you know a lot of different lymphatic disorders it's just it's different than a normal massage it's weird it's like light and they get your blood flow pumping and ideally they should be activating your lymphatic system anyways it's, it's kind of an interesting process what were you going to say you have a different masseuse than mine because oh. mine's the only similarities with you and I uh-huh. is they use that sesame oil oh warm sesame oil oh because Mine's basically a deep tissue massage from neck down. Oh, yes. He's grinding. Oh, then he's not doing a lymphatic then. Well, he puts the towel in there and he goes through like under the armpits and in the hip region and stuff like that. Uh He does do more, you know, work. Yeah, like work that way. So, I mean, I look at my, you know, it's kind of disgusting because they like show you the towel afterwards. Yeah, so they lay you on a towel and then they pour sesame oil and coconut oil over your body and then mine lightly massages it just kind of like stroking technique I guess. Mine does that too but then he's also doing you know deep tissue Hmm. with the oils too. Okay well that's interesting. Anyways would you do it on the regular? I asked him and we're doing once a week for a month and then we're gonna go to like once a month. Okay interesting. Yeah. 
So the other thing I've been really trying to focus on this week is I was really trying to pull myself out of the plastic surgery island. Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, the plastic surgery chronicles. Because as I mentioned last week, it can be very all-encompassing and it still needs to happen. Like there's just so many people who've reached out to me and like I still have five more interviews to do you know, hopefully in the next week. And I probably did another, I don't know, five or six this week. It just feels like they're never ending. And then, you know, tomorrow I'm speaking to some other authorities, let's just say that. And so it does take a lot of time, but I am, no matter how compelled I feel to speak to these victims or to speak to other advocates, I am putting limits on myself because I have to. So I'm, I'm limiting it to an hour a day. Today, I probably did like in two hours because I interviewed somebody and had to take some notes, et cetera. But, but generally speaking, I'm trying to limit it to an hour a day because I really need to get to my team and to take care of you guys. And that makes me so happy to do what we do like for a living. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel really good this week about work progress. Like, nice. Do you? Yeah. It was the first time we, in a while, both of us were on calls together and mapping out things and mm-hmm. marketing meetings mm-hmm. and forecasting and mm-hmm. putting together some plans. Because if I can be honest, you, you were spending a lot of time, a lot of time focused on Yeah, I, and I'm going to continue to do that <laughs> until I can continually walk. My, my wife, Wait, my wife this, this person that you listen to all the time and you guys hang on her words, we're like, you're doing a lot of appointments. And I'm like, yeah. I have a neuropathy from the waist down that is affecting me, so I'm going to keep doing appointments. So, there. You, you're going a little overboard, though, if I may. Say. Like for like months, I'm like, hello, hello. We have businesses to run, sir. Oh, they seem to do okay. <laughs> Someone's getting sensitive. No, see, because I am not like you. In what way? And a lot of times, you. What think, does this mean? You are not like me because you have ADHD. So the way you work and the way I work are totally different. I can get many things accomplished while I'm doing like in between appointments, Mm. you know, call people on the phone. You don't like to call people on the phone. You like to like text and like wait till they're, I'll call people on the phone and get shit done. Oh, I see, sir. you know, you are like. You're a boss man. You're like focused and you're like like have your little structure and you got to wait for our assistant to tell you it's time to go to an appointment <laughs> or it's guess what? You have a podcast in 15 minutes. You literally, you're a grown ass woman running an eight figure business. You literally, we have somebody that has to like text you. Okay, it's time to leave. There's traffic. <laughs> well, listen, it works. That's fine. Clearly. If you're going to come at me, I'm going to come at you. I, I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's talk about your dad. Yeah. So it's been kind of up and down every time we've gone. We'll call it a roller coaster. Yeah, a roller coaster. But, you know, visiting him at his care facility has been hard to predict what we're going to. Yeah, because we're not, we're not living with him, so we... You know, yeah. we walk in and we're kind of like hoping we see one of the staff members that can give us kind of like, how was the day? Yeah. You know, and the other thing is they don't track sleep. Yeah. So we don't know. It'd be awesome if we got in the morning like this, like a report. Sleep report. Like a God, sleep that would report. really, that's something that should happen. Like if, 
if care facilities, like literally, they would make it so much easier on themselves, the people that work there, and the residents if they really had a sleep program. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to do is create a sleep program for, why are you looking at me like that? No, because no, I, I Because what? Because what? That's a rabbit hole. I like rabbit holes. I know you do. I know I'm supposed to be doing something with Alzheimer's. I know it. I can feel it and sleep feels like a part of it. I mean, like literally the whole reason why we spent all this time doing research and development on a sleep gummy is because your dad. Yeah. We got to get him some sleep gummy. I wonder if they give them to him. Yeah, of course. They would? Yeah, totally. Because it's a supplement. So we could just part it his nightly routine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. But anyways, and by the way, yeah, we, we launched the sleep gummy, which again, Bob was really a big part of the catalyst for that because I love the dream capsules, but there's no way we were getting him to take dream capsules. So we've been hacking sleep since January. Yeah. So the gummies are now available and they are at, I'll put a link in the show notes. I just want to say this about the sleep gummies. I have been experimenting with like, what is the perfect dosage for me? And I'm about one and a half. I took two and that felt like a little too much. And then I was just curious, like, what would happen if I took three? That was too much. Yeah. And you know what? It what? really doesn't have to do with your size. How, Be- why do you say that? Because my trainer, who's 230 pounds, took one and he said he'd never slept so well before. Yeah. You know, and so, I have to take two. Well, I think it has a lot more to do with your hormones. Oh. So maybe your hormones, like, so like I said, it doesn't matter how big you are. Yeah. It's hard to say. That's why I tell people, like, play with a gummy. And that's what's cool about a gummy is you can bite off, like, if you want to do one and a quarter or one and, like, a little, maybe half. You have to bite it off. That sounds kind of like... Why? Unless you're the only one eating them. But if you, like, share a household, you might want to cut them in half with, like, a knife. Okay. Whatever. Same (laughs) same difference. Anyways, back to Bob. Yeah. Back to Bob. Okay. So this last visit yes was so great like we literally walked in there and it was like he was in a good mood he was funny and you know everybody called obsessing he wasn't obsessing there was no loop everybody calls him coach in there so everybody all the staff members they all call him coach and he starts telling us like we're there for like 20 minutes he goes you know he goes i don't know about this team this year Shalene and I looked at each other like, team, what are you talking about? He's literally talking about the residents there, all the people in there. He's like, I don't know about this team. I don't know if we're going to win very much. With yeah, this have you seen some of the people? Have you seen some of the people right now? Like, I don't even think we're going to win one game. Yeah. And we're just laughing because we just like walked past, you know, some of the, like, listen, some of the residents, like maybe cognitively they're not as far gone, but like maybe they're in a wheelchair or maybe they're in, you know, have a walker. And just to think that your dad thinks that's he's, his team this year. Yeah, he's sizing up those people. He's like, <laughs> oh, some of them are all right, but like most of them, have you seen them? We're, we, we might not even win one game. <laughs> I know. It's funny. I wonder if he realizes he has a co-ed team. Yeah, I don't know. A lot more girls than boys. But your mom's been able to visit him and we didn't oh. know how that would go. And it seems like that's kind of what he needed. It's going well this week. Yeah. So we just fingers crossed and it's like literally like the ocean. Like you wake up and every day there's like, it's a different tide. It's sometimes it's bumpy. Sometimes it's calm. Have you taken a moment to assess how you feel in terms of like stress and overwhelm and compared it to like just, you know, six weeks ago? Oh, it's night and day. Tell me. It's so night and day. (laughs) Tell me. It's just, 
I mean, it doesn't even have to be somebody that has Alzheimer's. Just put anybody that's listening to this today, just put somebody in your house. That you have to care for. That you have to care for. They have to think about 24-7. You, you have to think about it. You have to feed them. You have to make sure that their clothes are washed. Just, you know, being a grown adult and have everybody out and then just put somebody else in that you have it's to totally care for. It's different than having a child, though, because you have to do that with a child, and that wasn't the same level of stress by any stretch. Co- correct. Yeah, so basically just take any adult and put them back in your house that you have and to I care think for. in addition to that, it was just like the strange dynamic and you know, navigating things between your mom and your dad. Uh-huh. And I was just thinking about today, I'm like, I mean, like once you're through it and you look back on it, I remember saying to myself, like, oh, this isn't stressful. This isn't that bad. But like looking back on it now, holy cow. Yeah. I mean, I just, every single day, my head felt like it was going to explode and I didn't realize it until my head started feeling normal again. Yeah, 100%. And you don't have to like wake up and like automatically start thinking about like the entire day. Yeah. You can just think about walking downstairs and feeding the dogs and getting a cup of coffee. Yeah. And not, okay, I'm going to walk downstairs. What did he do last night? Did he sleep? What's he wearing right now? Just, yeah. Just everything. Has he already fed the dogs? Did he feed them popcorn? Like, it just the whole thing was, you know, yeah. as soon as I started walking down the stairs, I could feel like stress. stress start to come on. So how much have you thought about, I mean, have you allowed it to process? Have you, you know... You've seemed like in such a good mood the last two weeks. I don't think I've like sat back and like thought about like, wow, that was really hard. You haven't? No, because I knew it was. Mm. I knew it was hard. And my body told me it was hard. It shut down. Yeah. So, you know, I've been dealing with that. So, but I just think that my head's in a better space now that I've come to the realization that he's in the best place that he needs to be right now? I don't know that I would say that. I would say he's in the best place for everyone involved. Yeah, right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like I mean, because if I, if I have to be completely transparent, like completely honest, it would probably be easier for him if he was here at our house. With a full-time... Caregiver, Caregiver, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know there are some things that we couldn't provide him, like socially. And we were literally his lifeline. So, like, mm-hmm. literally, like, make his food, do this. You know, it's like everything. It was like it was either he was gonna have to go get care, we were gonna have to bring in somebody, or we were just gonna have to like stop doing business. Because it was getting hard to do everything. Of course, it was hard from the beginning. Yeah. It was just like, how long could we take it? Yeah. But I mean, one thing that we couldn't provide was like the social outlet that he's getting right now. Yeah. You know, he is a very, very social person and yeah. there's people around at all there's times. 40 people around at all times. And they're doing, you know, cognitive activities, whether he wants to be a part of them or not. Sometimes he doesn't. But he's the coach. So he's, every time we've gone, he's helping them pass out food. He's mm-hmm. helping them open up, you know, bottles of wine. Yeah. You know, he's their helper. Yeah. Like, hey, he helped them do the barbecue the other day. Yeah. And so either Brett or I or somebody has seen him every single day. And I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, since they've allowed us. Yeah, yeah. So somebody goes and sees him every day. And I think he likes that. And then he loves his room. That makes me happy too. He's like proud of his room. Yeah, we've really done a cute job of decorating it for him. We had a big lazy boy recliner. 
sent over to him yesterday, and he was. And we went and saw him last night, and he was like, so <laughs> it was so funny, funny. the way he was. He's like, some of the people are asking me where I got this, and I'm like, you think I'm going to tell you where I got this? No, <laughs> <laughs> as if he knows. Yeah, but he's pretty proud of it. Yeah, in his room, he likes it, and all the photos, you know, of his family and stuff like that, and. So. so are you excited? I mean, you always get in such a good mood when it comes to travel. Uh-huh. When just thinking about travel, like you've been like super schmoopy whoopy with me. And I always know you get really schmoopy whoopy when we have travel booked. Have you noticed that? Do you know that about yourself? Yeah, I'm ready to go. What is it about travel that puts you in such a good mood? Or just the anticipation of it? Just because I like to go see other things. And I'm an extrovert too, so I like to be out and around. Uh, yeah. I like to be out and around people. Uh-huh. That gives me energy. Okay, so now if we can ask those of you who have children, if you need to put earmuffs on them or ask them to leave, and Brock and or Sierra, who never listen to our podcast, but just in case you are, if you could please turn it off. Sit forward, sir, if you don't mind, because so one of the questions that I got a whole bunch of in a variety of ways last week is people are shocked by the fact that we have relationships in the bedroom, like, you know, probably an average six nights a week, five or six nights a week. Five and a half. Five and a half. Okay, sure. Well, if you did total. Okay, okay. Because some weeks are five and some weeks are six. Yeah. That would be five and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. And some weeks are seven. Yeah. But people are, are so shocked by that. I have a theory. What's your theory? Well, our integrative doctor... Yeah. I remember him saying, like, you know, women are supposed to reproduce. Yeah. And obviously they can reproduce longer now, like later in age. Sure. But typically, you know, when's that supposed to, like, stop? Like 38, 40 years old or something like that, right? Well, yeah, 45, let's say. Okay. And, you know, and back in the caveman days, they probably didn't live as long because they just did that through their 20s and then stopped. Okay. I have no idea where you're going with this. And my theory theory is, so don't stop. Like, keep doing the act. Okay. So you live longer. It's healthier for you. That's that's great. But But that's not why we do it. And I know that's not why you do it. That's for sure. But I mean, I think there's benefits. That's great. That's my doctor benefit. Okay, that's your benefits. Okay, but so... Why do you think so many people are like, oh my gosh, that's so much. I'm tired. That's not so Well, Maybe they're not attracted to their partner like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were physically attracted to their partner at one time and they're not anymore as much. Mm. One of the partners maybe doesn't feel as, you know, sexy, sexy or mm-hmm. feel as good. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, both of us kind of compliment each other all the time. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? We compliment each other. Of looks. Oh, you mean like give each other compliments? Yeah, and, and you know, you look great today, or you, just whatever. There's cons- and we do a lot of touching during the day. We 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 flirt. We flirt. We hug. You know, all that kind of stuff. And I just think that when you're doing that and you're like kind of close and intimate during the whole day, it just leads up to that. Here's something that I wonder if you pick up on. Like I know by noon of that day. If it's going to be one of the five out of the, or six out of the seven. Really? Yeah. <laughs> don't you? I guess. I don't know. I just assume it's yes. <laughs> I just assume it's going to be a yes. Okay. So I guess when I'm thinking about like 
I'm trying to like understand like why some people really don't. So I think sometimes you know, people I, are tired. Tired. Their schedules are different. So Kids. in terms of like people saying they're tired, I just don't think that's a good excuse. And I mean, unless you're like absolutely physically exhausted, it's like yeah, if you're exhausted. A massage still feels good. A hot shower still feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it feels good. So, like, I think that, you know, if you're tired or exhausted, just start. Give it five minutes and you'll get in the mood. That's what you used to say to people about working out. It's true. It's both both things. Like, they're both good for you, too. Okay. And then I do think sometimes when you don't like your partner, even if you're physically attracted to them, if you don't find them, like, emotionally attractive... Mm-hmm. It's hard. I can see not feeling physically into doing it. Like, mm-hmm. if, you know, if you don't like someone, I get it. Mm-hmm. We've never been to a sex therapist, but I listen to one sometimes. Her name is Esther Perel. Okay. So it's a funky, it's a weird, crazy podcast. I think it's a podcast. I've definitely have found it on Audible. I don't know if it's on podcast anymore, but her name is Esther Perel and... She does a podcast that is a actual recording of a couple usually doing sex therapy. It ends up being sex therapy. Like, and mm. it's not an ongoing couple that she has. It's just like one session. And sometimes it's a lesbian couple. Sometimes it's a couple that is not monogamous or has an open relationship. Sometimes it's you know a couple where he came from like a super religious background. And so he has like a lot of like hangups around sex. So it's just a really interesting podcast. And even though like all of the stories are so different and we have a great sexual relationship, I still feel like when I listen to that podcast, I learn something. Get something out of it. Yeah. You know, so maybe to offer some tips to people, it would be start thinking about getting in the mood early in the day. And like you said, complimenting your partner being physical with them, being flirtatious. Mm. I think complimenting is huge. Yes. And maybe start by like doing something together before you go to bed. Like if you're going to watch television or something yeah. like that, get off the device. Yeah. And like get next to each other and watch a show. Yeah. Record a podcast. Yeah. Record a podcast. Yeah. That's a really good point. Because if you're like just completely separate and all yeah. of a sudden it's like time to go to bed, like that yeah. feels weird. Yeah. That's not like, okay. You know, next thing, what are we doing? We're going upstairs to have sex. You know, it's just like, but like, you know, whether it's eating dinner together at home or, you know, watching your favorite show or news or whatever you do at night. Mm -hmm. But get off your device. And invite your partner to do it with you or whatever, just Mm -hmm. in terms of like sitting down. But like, yeah, get off the device. Yeah. Before. It, you know, it, it's healthy, you guys. It's healthy. It's natural. I joked around and said, I hope my kids aren't listening. But I actually hope they are listening because, you know, I want them to have very happy, healthy relationships. And sex is a big part of that. And it, being, it helps me. Like, sleep gummies, <laughs> sex, night-night. <laughs> like, literally. I'm out. Like, how, how long does it take me to go out? After everything's after the everything's crescendo, done, after the crescendo, after the crescendo uh, about thirty seconds. Yes, thirty seconds. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you have been snoring lately. Well, you know, I don't know what that is. All right. Well, you tried to deny it this morning. I don't know, but I'm not a snorer. 
No, it's just you, it's just a little tiny sound, and my I'm such a light sleeper that yeah, I mean, what? You've made, you've made uh, reels and Instagram things about me just like chewing in another room, and you can you got the most sensitive ears know, of all time. I'm probably not even doing anything. I'm probably just breathing. Well. You got a point. I'm not supposed to breathe. Yeah, you know, after a certain number of years you've been married, yeah, the way your partner breathes can be, like, very disruptive. (laughs) Listen, thank you for being here today. Thank you for getting through the last eight months, nine months. Mm -hmm. Not easy. We did it. And Um, there's still, the journey still continues. It's just, it's more I feel like we've gotten through the hardest part. Like, when we were dealing with your dad, the surgery your legs, so many other things. Yeah, like, yeah. oh. Yeah, we're definitely. Man, that was a moment. And some things we can't even tell you guys about because it's like too private, but like they're huge someday. It'll come out in the book. <laughs> we ain't writing no book. We're not? No, we're not. No more books. Okay. What were we going to say? Yeah, we got everything done. Now we can just go and. Have some fun. Have some fun. Yeah, we're going to go up in, to Santa Barbara this weekend. Mm-hmm. So if you're up in Santa Barbara, send me a DM. Hey, don't forget to join the Pod Squad. That's where all the podcast listeners hang out. It's on Facebook. There's always a link in the show notes. You should check out our show notes because I've got like all the links. I've got my phone number on there. I've got like the discount codes. I often will refer back to previous episodes. That's where you can see all of my social media accounts. Like it's a good place to hang out. Please do that. I love you. I mean it. And we will talk to you soon.